This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Okay. Now, this is something that could shake up the establishment in as far as uh, football is concerned, or at least uh, um, the representatives of uh, football players. So FIFA is to introduce new agents regulations, uh, which will be implemented as of Sunday, the 1st of October 2023, which could leave hundreds of uh, Premier Soccer League players without authorized representation. In terms of the new regulations, all player representatives or intermediaries will be required to sit for the FIFA agent exam. FIFA have returned to the agent licensing system as well as examination procedure um, with the new regulations. The first exam of agents was in April, and only three of the 25 agents who took the exams here in South Africa managed to pass. Let's find out more from somebody who did pass this exam, and quite some time ago, that is... uh, uh, founding partner of Chabuse Attorneys and also a football agent Karabo Chabuse. Good morning to you and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, TT. Morning to the listeners. Thanks for having me. Firstly, let's just establish, uh, as I mentioned, that you wrote this exam and passed it some time ago. Um, what were the circumstances? Why did you go that route, seemingly, if it wasn't a requirement in order for you, uh, you know, to work as a player agent? Well, it was really. I Mm. became a football agent before I became a lawyer. And in that dispensation, you could be one or the other. Mm. So I was just ordinary, you know, um, quite optimistic individual. Mm. And so I decided in 2007, 2008 to sit down for the exam, 21 of age, and failed, you know, to, to only pass on the third attempt. The reason why I wrote is that I needed to get the credibility both of the industry and of players to say, this is the route I'm taking. Um, This is not a sideshow. You know, I'm committed and invested in this because Mm. it is such a grueling requirement process that it's not for the faint-hearted. Why is it so tough? I mean, mean, I've just mentioned the numbers there that those three out of 25 who attempted it passed it. What makes it so difficult? I mean, what, what, what is the content? Is it legal in nature or what exactly is it? Well, first, I mean, the threshold, the bar of getting in is so high. So Mm. first of all, there's like a screening process, right? And the new regulations require that you have no criminal record, you not be declared bankrupt within Mm. a certain time. And the whole rationale underpinning that is that they want ethical people Mm. to come in and represent players. You're dealing with the finances of a player you're dealing with you know his life choices his lifestyle mm. choices his sponsorship and so the bar must be necessarily high to make sure that we weed out incompetency but mm. it's not only always a great catch but it's still a great threshold um the reason why it's so difficult is that it's based on case law and of different jurisdictions at mm. least my my exam was i mm. didn't have to write in this dispensation so it requires one to know different kinds of laws that apply to different jurisdictions. And, you know, you're not going to know it all. Mm, mm. Okay, that, 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 that makes sense. So how, how, much, how much of a game changer will this be? I mean, given that uh, uh, here in South Africa at the moment, there are 
people from all kinds of walks of life who are acting as player managers, agents, whatever terminology you want to use. Can I be honest, Titi? I think that um, the law unenforced is just not even what the papers yeah. is written on, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's we're still yet to see how effective it's going to be in keeping out, you know, unscrupulous agents in the mm. industry. You know, they are good agents and they are agents that cut corners. And so far as SAFA will be able to enforce, then definitely the regulations will be good and they will be effective. Mm. But insofar as it won't be able to enforce and certain, you know, PSL and other professional teams engage with agents who are unlicensed, then it really becomes regulations for regulation's sake. Mm. I know particularly in 2009 when I qualified, you know, it was just good that you had the license, but you really were competing with anyone and everyone who wanted to become an agent. So with this new dispensation, I welcome it. Um, But I think we're yet to see the effectiveness thereof after the fact, after October when it comes into force. Mm, uh, And in any case, who would be given the responsibility in your understanding of uh, of enforcing it and ensuring that uh, one would assume that clubs would only insist then on dealing with uh, FIFA accredited agents? So on paper, on publishing in the clearinghouse, they would, um, because in terms of the new FIFA clearinghouse, which SAFA would administer and regulate. Just to please explain, um, by the way, what you mean by the, the clearinghouse. Okay, so... The FIFA Clearinghouse is going to be a system where transfers are both lodged and monitored. So FIFA wants more transparency with regards to agent fees, transfer Mm. fees that is happening within industries. And so far, there's lack of transparency in certain jurisdictions, South Africa being one of them. So now FIFA is requiring this Clearinghouse to be set up by SAFA. And so far, again, as that is effectively put in place, PSL clubs will be forced to deal with um, mm. accredited agents. But in so far as that structure is not there, you know, there's no, there's no police mm. basically. Mm. And if 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 someone has a quality talent, why shouldn't they engage Prajo at mm. the corner? You know, mm. um, I think it's a work in progress. It's ambitious, but it's very much required. One of the things that's uh, coming out of these regulations will be around the commission that agents have. I mean, it's a huge, it's a big uh, issue right now in Europe in terms of uh, the amounts that uh, agents are taking, uh, you know, in terms of when they do broker these deals. Uh, I see some of the numbers here. It says that uh, there will be a maximum of 3% commission for any transfer of more than 200,000 US dollars and 5% for deals less than $200,000. Tell us why this is required and whether you you believe this is desirable. Look, I think when FIFA was consulting the agent body, it was really consulting at elite level where you're in the EPL Bundesliga and those kind of transfer fees, those kind of deals are really at the high end. And I think that the general trend of 10% was seen as exorbitant um, by FIFA, and so they put this blanket um, kind of rule in place. You know, that's why you have the two hundred thousand US dollars. Mm. However, in South Africa, in the context of our jurisdiction, you know, three um, percent uh, or five percent 
on a player who's getting 12,000 rand per month, you know, in a season with no signing on fee, mm. may not be sustainable enough for someone who wants to dedicate their lives to representing players. So I think there is some room for further consultation or further engagements with agents of different jurisdictions and developing it. But, you know, it is a welcome system in place. I've always been one for regulation mm. as opposed to no regulation, which is where we come from. But if I can just make this one point. Sure. You know, the intermediaries that were not licensed and that have procurement agreements with clubs should not fear this change and new regulations. Because remember, in terms of contract, anything entered into before the regulation is still a valid contract. Yes. So if you enter into a procurement agreement with a club for five years and these regulations come after the fact, the club still has to pay you for five years. Mm. So it does give the agents or intermediaries that are unlicensed still cover to get the procurement fees while they line up to get accredited. Mm. In terms of how, I don't know whether it works the same here, um, um, Karabo, in, uh, in, as it does in Europe, where when there is a transfer, the mm. player would be, I mean, the agent would uh, be paid a commission by the club and will also obviously charge whatever fee that they have in place with the player concerned. Is, do we have a similar arrangement here in South Africa where you as an agent get a commission for, 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 the, for brokering the the, the, the mm. transfer, and over and above what you would charge your client. Yeah. So that's where the engaging party, the party that is receiving the player, will pay a procurement fee. Okay. In South Africa, the trend is that you pay a procurement fee. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but a lot of the times, good agents don't charge the client thereafter because they've got the fee. Right. Got Right. Um, some kind of um, liquidity coming in. And so you don't take from a client, particularly if a club has paid you. Mm. But they It's are, double dipping, isn't it? Yeah, no, and it's just, it's a little bit unethical. You take one or the other. You don't take from both the club that is paying your procurement fee and then the player. Um, so usually our contracts in South Africa have a clause that waives the 10% that a player would pay you if in the event yeah. of a procurement fee from a club, which is, I think, how mm. it should be, you know? Yeah. So when it comes to commission where, between the agent and the player at the moment, is that just between the two of them to decide at the moment, as things currently stand? As things currently stand, yes, it mm. is. And, you know, it, it would vary between 10 and 20%, mm. um, with the trend being 10%. But with the new regulations, you know, there's issues of non-exclusivity. A player can enter into a contract with, even without an agent. And then there's the cap, which, I mean, a lot of agents are disgruntled about. Because mm. then what's the point of writing this exam and becoming a dedicated Absolutely. Um, agent? Yeah, yeah. Very interesting one. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens when it does come into effect. Garabo, thank you so much for talking to us. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Titi. Bye. Garabo Chabuse is a founding partner of Chabuse Attorneys and a soccer uh, or a football agent there. So as of 1st of October, FIFA will require all uh, people acting as agents to have written this exam. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.